Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Irregular Bitches, the podcast for us midlife warrior women who remember the 90s and noughties and some who actually don't. I'm Sarah Kaywood. Hopefully you lot remember, right? Hopefully you lot remember me from the 90s and noughties and my co-host is lovely Lou Mitchell. Lulu, do you remember the 90s and noughties? I do remember most of the 90s. My, I was at university in the late 80s though because I'm a couple of years older than you. Yeah. So my really crazy day started late 80s as soon as I hit uni and we're kind of... They'd kind of slowed down by mid-90s, I would say. So I really? was settling down and getting a boyfriend who was then going to be husband. So. Ah, you see, I was just ramping it up then. So I met my ex, <laughs> who was like the guitarist in the Blue Tones. Hopefully, our, hopefully our, our listeners will remember them because they're of an age. And uh, so Adam and I got together in 1996 and we were together till the early noughties. And then when we split up, I just went on a rampage. <laughs> So I had the best time then as well. And then probably for the last, I reckon the last three years of of my six year single stint, I was fucking miserable. Lonely, 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 lonely. Anybody who's, you know, you know what it's like. Or do you? I've never, I've I've honestly say, I've never had the opportunity to, to feel lonely, which I know is a ridiculous thing to say because lonely isn't necessarily a good thing, but... No, I've never, I've never been on my own. I don't mean relationship to relationship. I mean, there's always been loads of people. I was single when everyone else was single. I was sort of got married in the middle of all of my friends. Uh-huh. So I didn't have that going on. So yeah, loneliness isn't something, thank goodness, I've ever, I've ever experienced. And touch wood, you know, won't. Ah, oh, yeah. I mean, because as everybody knows, you don't, you can be, you can be in a room full of people and be the loneliest you've ever felt yeah, but, um, but when, I when was I feel like that I stay at home yeah but when I was <laughs> classically lonely like single and lonely I was really really lonely it was bloody horrible and also yeah, all my that. friends so we'd go out on a Saturday night and you know get absolutely rampaged and then I'd be like please don't let me be on my own tomorrow um, you know and you know, with the booze blues on a Sunday and right. invariably I'd get ghosted by all my mates I'd text them and go are we going to go for Sunday lunch then and they'd be lying in bed reading the paper and having Sunday. we were big Sunday lunches yeah. so I went through a phase probably early 90s where the weekend started on a Thursday mm. and ended on well whenever I got rolled in on Sunday so mm. it would just be drinking from that point onwards which whilst great fun obviously had a finite period of time before I crashed yeah of course I, I crawled out of London in 97 literally crawled I, I, I was done really god <laughs> yeah. I had another 20 years of the fucker See, I was in the gaming industry and it was 24-7. <laughs> that makes me feel a bit sick. I'll tell you what, can I just say before we introduce our wonderful guest this week, um, I am finding the no drinking thing remarkably easy. I, I would, was going to ask. I was going to go so far as to say I'm quite enjoying it. Well, so what is it? What is it, do you think? Well, there's no 
there's no anxiety. There's no hangxiety. There's no anxiety about, oh my God, I got wrecked. I'm drinking too much. So you're talking about the next day. The yeah. next day is great. Yeah, but also no recurrence, cancer recurrence. I'm doing the best thing I can for my health. Like, you know, that if it comes back, it's not on me. I'm doing, I'm trying to do all the right things. Fabulous. So I'm really chuffed about that. But also there's so many amazing alcohol-free alternatives. It's like, I, so I've got a fridge full of Trip, which is a CBD yeah, infused drink. That's too. delicious. Yeah. I will, I think, probably start having a posh drinking glass habit. I've That's already, a good idea. I've already seen two on who on um, not in the high street. They're forty-two quid for these beautiful coloured cut glass things because that makes your AF drink to just feel like an event. So there's yes. that, and it's just amazing. So last night had um, Valentine's dinner with Andy, and I just had a yeah. couple of cans of trip, and he had a few glasses of red wine, and it was it was lush. And you didn't feel like, oh, well, I'll just have a small sip. It was. I'm not even tempted. That's the weird thing. I now, yeah, that's good. but I think it's so much easier to just get rid of it completely than than have it like oh, do you know what I, I mean said it's so I it's said so hard it's to moderate black, make it black and white it yeah I, I never have just one drink ever never has in my, in no. my whole life and I have just worked out what an AF drink is alcohol free <laughs> sorry oh there's and all the hashtags like hashtag sober AF which is sober oh. as fuck I mean yeah I'm that twat <laughs> anyway so, uh, but our guest today is not a twat she is arguably a 90s icon having graced the covers of every seminal magazine of the time and hosted some unforgettable telly too the big breakfast fully booked and top of the pops to name but a few please welcome another og irregular bitch it's gail porter gail oh jesus i scared myself <laughs> gail how are you my darling like I was back in the 90s you're shouting at me going, Gil where are we going what day is it I don't know um, I'm good thank you how are you I'm alright thank sorry you sorry I didn't get dressed up oh it's a podcast that's the beauty of them how are you I'm good a little bit tired and um but no, I'm all very good. Missing my daughter, you know, because she's now 20 <gasps> and she's at Manchester Uni and it's just weird I don't do you know what the thing is as well I don't know about anybody else but the older they get it's like if I get a phone call once a week, I'm I'm delighted. Oh really? And I t- well, empty nesters unite. Yeah, Lola's twenty next month. No, April. And um, yeah, if I didn't FaceTime her, I, I probably wouldn't recognise her. <laughs> <laughs> and she comes back reasonably often. <laughs> I, I don't think my daughter would even accept a FaceTime from me. Really? It's weird, isn't it? My son's like that. Oh God, I've got all of this no, to look forward she's, to. Um, oh. She's- She's got her boyfriend, she's in a band, she's studying. Um, so, yeah, I'll see her next week when I go up to... I've got some work up in Manchester for the Samaritans, so I'm going to take her for lunch. So that'll be nice. Oh, Food. that is so Food, that's it. Um We were joking just before um, you came on about not remembering the 90s and noughties, so I need to ask you, do you remember the 90s and noughties, Gail? Yeah, I do have selective memories. and But the worrying thing is, because I work a lot in Soho in London, and people come up to me and went, oh my gosh, I met you at such and such. And I was like, I always say, I don't even know what happened last week, so don't ask me about the 90s. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but I, I will remember the fun bits, like doing Top of the Pops or the Big Breakfast and, you know, the fun times that we had. But there's other bits that, yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah, for the best, Gail. I think that's all of us. Walk Did you know? So Gail and I had the same ages. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I went through so many ages. Well, I mean, I didn't kill them. Yeah, and it was at the height of 
what you know what was extremely stressful for you because your ass wasn't touching because you were i think probably peak fame at that point and i was on the outside looking in probably quite enviously but now obviously i know what you were going through i'm fucking dodged a bullet to be honest it was all sort of done it's very kind of just turn up at this and it'll be fine and you won't get paid and we're not going to really do much about anything and then it suddenly was you know plastered all over the houses of parliament and yeah i was just yeah so gail you turned up for a photo shoot yeah yes it was a magazine called fhm was right quite big day and they said you know what it's good for publicity and we we might put you on the front cover and i did my mum was there my mum came along with me because i was a little bit apprehensive and then they did take a picture of my backside i mean they were quite risky pictures that's but we kind of just did that in the Everyone 90s did. i don't know i don't just, think it was the nuts yeah. era was it all part just of before the nuts that era. it was actually cooler than yeah. way cooler than nuts it was way cooler and then but then what they did was not pay me they told them they were like oh no no one gets paid and it's not until now you think well hang on a minute wow. such and such got paid thousands and did it and so what they did was they took my image of my bottom and they called all the press they used a company called I've got to say this slowly. Cunning stunts. Right. I remember and, I remember them. I remember them. Yeah, yeah. And then what they did was they phoned all the press and everything. And at midnight, uh, I, can't, I don't know what date it was. I know it was 1999. Um, they projected it for one minute. I remember. On the House of Parliament because it was illegal. So they all just met, flashed it. They all got their pictures. They all did a runner. Nobody thought to tell me. And then I saw it on BBC News the next day. I'm and so then, sorry that happened to you. The fact no, that you I'm... knew nothing of it, I saw it, I saw the images, you looked wonderful, obviously, but it breaks my heart that you didn't yeah. know of it. They didn't tell me, they didn't speak to me about it, they didn't, there was not, no, nothing, and apparently it was one of the biggest ever selling FHMs because it was just controversial, mm. it wasn't because I was on mm. it, it was just controversial, and they made a fortune out of it, and just completely Can you imagine... I feel really upset. That, I know, I feel really, uh, yeah. Um, can you imagine that being allowed to happen now? no fucking way and i and and i know you know i mean i do bang on about you know how much fun the 90s and noughties were but and i wanted to ask you gail actually because i i think i i have a selective memory but actually what was it a bit toxic well yes and no i mean i think every sort of generation are going to go through toxicity but um in the 90s, we, I felt a little bit like we were all caught up in the drama. It was all very ab-fab and we were running around going, this is so much fun. And so people were not paying you properly. And people, you know, the people that are watching on TV are assuming that you've got loads of money and everything's great. But you are working non-stop. Every job you could possibly do for everybody. Uh, the endless magazines that don't pay you. And... Um, but, but then again, I worked with the most amazing people and had the most fun on top of the pops, big mm. breakfast. But it was, it was, there was a lot of misogyny, mm. a lot of that going on. Yeah, yeah. I've, that was my next question. Did you come across a lot of sexism and misogyny? The thing is, I don't know about you, but I, and Lou, Lou will be able to tell us because she was sort of getting, she was working um, by, when we were doing all of that stuff. But I completely accepted it. I, d- I didn't. Like, no questions asked. Like, somebody fills me up or whatever. It was just... And I hate to say this because I don't want to make light of it. But actually, a lot of it was of its time. And I I don't want my daughter, and I'm sure you don't want Honey or um, Lola to be putting up with that stuff now. But 
but it just was of its time. They wouldn't. It? Would Honey put up with any shit, Gail? Because no. Lola wouldn't. Absolutely not. She wouldn't tolerate no. anybody touching, saying anything inappropriate. I sucked it up. I didn't like it, and I knew it was wrong, but I sucked it up. And is that what you're saying, Sarah and Gail? Did you do the same? I think so. You just accepted it. You accepted maybe not well definitely not getting paid as much as your male counterparts you'd accept the fact that people would touch you when they'd meet you or you know or say inappropriate things but I always blamed myself because I thought well I did that photo shoot for one thing so you know I've put myself out there so they can just I felt like I was public property so yeah I was quite used to um turning up jobs and thinking well they must think I'm thick because I'm blonde and well not now obviously <laughs> but um I was blonde and doing all these magazines and so you just got treated you weren't not all, not all the jobs don't get me wrong top of the props treated me like an absolute princess. that was a good job Chris wasn't it? was just the nicest man ever wasn't he Chris Cowie that was, was the best yeah we and... well we did we do it together Gail we were all, were we on at the same time I know we I don't think we ever co-presented it no I think we did one when there was maybe three or four of us I think was there not I don't know I can't really I remember know. but um because there was one time that they used to get, they used to mix everybody up. So there was one time there was me, Jane Middlemiss, Jamie Theakston, I think Jimmy Savile appeared at one. Yeah, point. that oh, was no, the last one. Oh, that yeah. was the last oh, one, Gail. So we, all, I think you did the last one with me because Edith Bowman did that one, and and I think Jay Theako was as well. And I did three links on the last ever Top of the Pops. One was was with Jimmy Savile. Sorry, let me put my teeth in. One was with Jimmy Savile. One was with Dave Lee Travis, another fucking sex pest. And one was with um, oh Janice Long. Thank God. So, you know, at least I had one decent person. Thank God you had Janice Long. Fucking. Yeah, because. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Savile never made me comfortable at all. And I was just like, please don't touch me. Don't. It always went straight. I can't no, imagine. Yeah, I know. I cannot makes... imagine. As a, little, as a little person, I always said to my mum, I don't ever want to sit on the arm of that man's chair. And she no. quoted it back to me when it all came out, even as a, you know, however little I was, little. Yeah. So to actually be in his presence. Yeah. Was there, I mean, did you, you obviously got a vibe. Yeah, it just always made me feel uncomfortable. I didn't work with him very often, but I did a couple of charity things and then that, I think it was just one top of the pops and I just thought, oh, no. Yeah, I, I only stuff. met yeah. him. Yeah, I just, I met him at that top of the pops. That's the only time I ever met him. I was quite lucky, but he got introduced to me and he took my hand and it was like, do you remember Banzai's handshaking man who wouldn't let go of your hand? Do you remember that? It was on <laughs> Banzai. It was like, yeah. it was a precursor to the girly show actually. And, uh, and it was like that. He took my hand and he shook it and he slobbered all over it, over the back of it as he kissed it and then he wouldn't let go of it. And I remember just wanting to get my fucking hand back from him. I was like, just give me my hand back. And in the end, I sort of politely extricated myself. But yeah, I did. And I'm gutted because that was the last of a seminal music show that had lasted decades and it was fucking ruined by Savile being on it. I'm gutted. Obviously, you know, I didn't have my daughter at that point. And, uh, but she sometimes looks up things on YouTube. Um, she's not really that bothered what I do at all. And I said, did you see your mum doing that? She went, no. I was like, oh, right, okay. She <laughs> I'm just so needy. <laughs> Honey, do you love your mum? Whatever. <laughs> I love her. She sounds really cool. <laughs> Didn't give a shit. That's what I'm like with mine now. I got into bed with Hunter only this morning and I was like, I love you, baby. And he was, and I knew I had morning breath. And he was like, turned away from me and I went, tell me you love me. (laughs) So needy. I've now got to the stage that I go, Alexa, do you love me? I "I can't answer that. No, we can't have that. Gail. Piss off. I love you. 
I love you. Lou loves you. Thanks. We love you. You're an irregular bitch and we bloody love you. Um, do you do you miss it? Do I miss the 90s? Did you miss telly? Do you miss all of I that? Miss, I, um, I, I, I couldn't pick a single thing on the television now that I'd even want to be on, to be honest, unless it was the chase. I love the chase. I love the chase. Oh, I'd love to see you on the chase. That's one of my favourites. Not even Happy well, Valley. You know- Did you watch Happy Valley? Oh, that was great. But you see, I, I can't act, so I've got no talent. So, But like a presenting job, there's nothing I would want to do. But do you know what, Sean from The Chase, I just messaged him this morning because he's apparently in my local pub, which I don't usually go to very often, tonight <gasps> doing oh. a quiz. Are you going oh. down there? You've got to go down there. I was thinking, oh, I'm so tired, but I thought, do you know what, it's only a five-minute walk. I might just pop in and say hi, and I love The Chase. Gail, you've got to go on a celebrity chase. You'd be epic. No, because I'd be, I'd be too worried that... I'd, I'd have brain freeze, you know, and they'd probably ask me something that I'd really know, and then I'd look like a right twerp. But then you can represent us by saying, "Oh, I've got brain fog. I need to have at least an extra ten seconds." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, and supplement. Uh, you'd um, you'd be surprised actually, because I I went on the week of sleep just before Christmas, and it's as long as you listen to the questions. You'd be all right. You're used to that high pressure environment. You... I saw you. I saw you. Did you oh, no, it was it was in between Christmas I, and New Year. I saw year. you on the weekend. Yeah, I was. I got dead lucky when that was. Um, yeah, it was very when good. that was broadcast. I haven't had me winnings did, yet. In fact, you, you did very well. Thank you, sweetheart. I've just remembered I haven't signed a contract they, because they have to pay me the winnings and then I have to pay them to breast cancer now. So I need to fucking get that sorted uh-huh. out. Anne Robinson, I did it with. Oh, you had the famous words said to you. Yeah, she it was it. Oh, she's mean. Did you, oh, she was really nice to me, but I was the only one. On, I was the only woman on mine because it was a dart special, and I used to, to present this dreadful show called Showbiz Darts on Challenge, and uh, and it was me and Tuffers in the final. So she I, she was all right because it was just me and a load of like quite okay. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it quite thick dart players. <laughs> Sorry, dart players, but they were they were a bit like mm-hmm. too, too much time spent in the pub, you know. Tuffers wasn't. It was me and him, and so she was all right, but I was I was. To petrified of her, I have to say. Um, yeah, I was pretty scared. Yeah. I just wanted to get out once we finished. I think I came second or third. Hey. I can't Irregular bitches. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So are you deep into the midlife stuff like we are, Gail? Well, all the uh, perimenopausal... Well, I've got an autoimmune deficiency. This is one of the reasons my hair fell out. So I've not had a period for about 15 years. So I don't even know what's happening to my body. So, I mean, I've always had really bad sleep. Um, 
so I, I don't really know. I sort of Google menopause and I was like, I, I don't, I don't feel any different than I've felt for the past fifteen years. To be honest, I mean, there's every, I suppose there's every possibility you might have already done it, like in amongst all the other stuff. If you have autoimmune, I suppose that your your perimenopause menopause symptoms, Lou, I suppose may have got lost. Could they have done? Do you think got lost in that melee as well? Well, and let's and not everybody not everybody has some um, symptoms that they struggle with. You know, everybody's different at the end of the day. But you say, have you always been an insomniac, Gail? Yeah, I started sleepwalking when I was about three or four, my mum said, and she said I'd wander out, she'd find me in the street, they had to double lock the doors, and then now, but sometimes, I, if I'm really, really, really tired, and I've been up for however long, I can I can miss a day, I could just sleep all day long, mm. but then, but most nights I can guarantee I'll be up by about two, three, watch the crime channel. Do you stay up? Are you accepting of it now? yeah i have to because yeah. i've tried everything i've tried yeah. sleeping tablets that make me feel like shit the next day i've tried i mean sometimes i even took night nurse just to help me sleep but then again i felt shit and you're not supposed to be really be taking night nurse and i've got yeah people send me supplements i've got loads of teas that i try and take but it just doesn't work so you're clearly just wired that way yeah i mean we actually had um a sleep specialist on um, last week called um, Dan Everson and I, but I just I do wonder. So I'll I'll tell you to go and follow him on on Instagram. But actually, if you've made your peace with it, then I'm just used to it now. Yeah, I'm so used to it. Yeah, I got. I mean, I it's can't, annoying. I can't think of anything worse. But and but do you? Can you function? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I get up. I don't, well, I just have to. I get up, have a cold shower, and just get on with it. And think, you know, even if I'm absolutely shattered, you just have to do it. But then sometimes I come home and I think, oh, I'll sit down if it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Then I'll nap. And I think, why did that happen? Yeah. But um, yeah, but it's, it's nothing major. Yeah. But more to the point, how are you, Sarah? Yeah, I'm all right. It's all, all, di- all dealt with. So I've just got to go on the on the hormone. But I presume you're asking about the older pesky little fucking lump. Yeah. yeah. It was very early stage and I feel very lucky, but I've got to go on the hormone blocking drugs and I'm, I'm not on those yet, but they're going to send me spiraling back into menopause. So I'm going to like, because they basically oh. remove any estrogen in your body completely. So it'd be hot flushes and dry vaginas akimbo. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. So, and I'm, I'm, I feel very lucky. <laughs> I think actually. mine's been tired. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember even without anybody's been Someone was asking that. So, you know, because it was Valentine's Day yesterday. Well, I don't know when you're going to put this up. Well, obviously, Valentine's yeah. Day is on the 14th of February. So a whole bunch of girls phoned me up and said, should we just go out and have a single ladies' night? So I thought, like, oh, I don't know if I feel like it. And then we went, and there was a few guys in the pub, and we put on, you know, single ladies. You know, we just did all the yeah. usual shit single women do. And having that, and every male in the pub left. <laughs> one one had come up and said, Oh ladies, it can't be that bad. When's the last time you had sex? And I was just like, What year is it? <laughs> oh I dear, listen. I can't remember. I mean, you know, it's it, it it does get poor Andy, he edits this. I do I love him. I do, he is wonderful, but poor bugger. Because, you know, it suddenly it becomes something that has to, stuff that has to happen around it, like the insertion of lube. And anyway, we digress. We digress. Gail, I wanted to ask you, because um, obviously you've been very transparent about your mental health, about your bipolar and, you know, and the fact that, well, the alopecia was partly stress induced and partly obviously autoimmune. Um, and actually, you know what, woman, you, I mean, it's quite, I don't want to say trendy, but it's certainly much more 
talked about now and you were one of the first people to bring it out of the dark and I think that we should thank you for that because I think when you started being very um, honest about it people weren't and how are you doing how are you doing now I'm good I mean I have good days bad days but I mean I always can get up and put a smile on whether you don't want to or not you just do it but the fact that I've been talking about it a lot it's just incredible the amount of people that come up and talk to me about every, even on the tube in London and people are not that friendly mm. but people will sit next to me and chat to me about my hair or they'll chat to me about being a bit sad and then I'm an ambassador with the Samaritan so I'm going to be in Manchester next week just at a stall that we're going to set up in the train station just telling people do you know what it's all right to come and say hi I'm not going to be counseling anybody because I can't do that but I'll just say right this is what you should do this is who you should phone these people are there for you and then we did a documentary about my mental health and then won a BAFTA and my daughter's like that's amazing did you just win a BAFTA for being mad and I was like <laughs> from the mouths of babes I love your daughter <laughs> Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you're allowed to say that that's woke I'm not entirely sure what's right I'm not, I said but pretty much yeah oh bless yeah. her so, I <laughs> confess I didn't watch that documentary and now I think I really really want to get can it still be consumed somewhere I guess I think it's on BBC iPlayer somewhere I'm not sure it was out for a while but the strangest thing was I um I I saw my dad in it. Um, I, didn't, I mean, I spoke to my dad quite a lot before he passed away, but he was always kind of, oh, you're not good enough at this. This is not good enough. This is not good enough. No matter what you did. Um, but I just accepted it. He was very Scottish. He was very stoic. And then when he eventually agreed to meet me, I went up to Edinburgh to do a bit of filming. And um, he sat next to me and I said, do you know, we were just talking about me being little and stuff like that you know younger not little because I'm five foot one you know what it's like <laughs> yeah you know, we're, we're not the tallest <laughs> but um I just said to my dad I said you know what dad I, said, I just I'm, I'm so sorry if I let you down and he went oh the only person you ever let down is yourself and I was like even still when I'm in my 50s you're just like come on oh, give me a break man, man. girl that's that's fuck I want to I want to ram him I want to punch him that's just like, that is that poem, they uh, fuck you up, your mum and dad. Who's that poem by? It's, it's not Alan yeah. Bennett, it's, who is it? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, Lou's going to look. Have a Google. Yeah, and it's Google it. fucking yeah, true. It. Irregular bitches. Yeah, I did an interview with, um, who was it? Um, Kay Adams, it was, um, when I was in Scotland for Radio Scotland or whatever. And she said, oh, I watched your documentary and I saw that about your dad and it was so upsetting. I just, honestly, if I met him and I went, well, you can't, he's just died. And she went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, he's fine. <laughs> you didn't know he died. So um, there you go, but I'll, I'll pass on because uh, I've got him in a box in the house. So not his full body. I've got him like a, he's... he's... <laughs> Exactly. Oh, this is taking a very oh, dark. Oh, Gail! Turn. I honestly, you need a, you need a fucking radio show, woman. I would listen. This is what we need. I just think people are a bit too scared of being right. Okay, I think I'm gonna re. I'm gonna risk my. I'm gonna risk being cancelled now. But sometimes I think everything's a bit too woke. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Uh -huh. What I can't say. And then if I made make a joke, you know, bringing my dad home, and I had my dad at my feet on the airplane, last plane out of Spain. So he was in Marbella. He died in Marbella. And then, um, so I got the last flight out before lockdown and he's at my feet in a bag that said happy on it because I thought I'm not putting him in the hold because everything's gone wrong. I'm not going to tell you about the whole yeah. thing. It was just an absolute effing nightmare. And anyway, this lovely ear hostess came up to the back of the plane and she went, are you Gail Porter? And I went, to be honest with you, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. And then she, 
<laughs> then she said, um, oh, there's two, there's two seats in first class. Do you want to go up to first class? Because I remember you were on a flight with us before and you were really nice to someone that was scared of flying. And then I said, oh, that's amazing. There's two of us. And the guy next to me went, no, I'm not with you. And I went, no, that's my dead dad. And he was like, oh, my God, she can go up the front. <laughs> I was like, yeah. my dad in his wee box in his seat first class and then the poor air hostess was pure white and she was like would you like a wee glass of wine um and i was like hang on dad irregular bitches can i interject with the name of the poem yes who was it by fun times so it's This Be The Verse by Philip Larkin. And yeah, and I'm sure it's like, yeah, yeah you have to go and, fetch, go and have a look at it, girl. They fuck you up, your mum and dad, in, in, you know, even if they seem completely normal. Yeah, there's a book. I'm pretty sure I've got it in, the, in my spare bedroom alongside my dad. No, I'm only joking. He's, he's in the sea now. <laughs> I'll put him in the sea. Then isn't that... And it was like... When you, isn't that slang, isn't it? For like, get out of here, like get in the bin or get in the sea. That's what the kids say, isn't it? So there you go. You're actually in the end. You told your dad to get in the sea. Fucking get in the sea. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was in my house for so long because it was lockdown and I wasn't allowed to go to school. You know, we weren't allowed out. We weren't yeah. allowed to do anything. So I couldn't go to Scotland. And I don't have my mum or my grandparents or anything like that. But um, my dad has one brother. So he wanted me, Uncle Melvin, he wanted me to take dad up to Edinburgh. So dad was in the house for ages and I was going through, you know, sorting all the stuff you do when people pass away. And I was doing all these like, bills and taxes and death tax and oh it was such a mess and I actually put him in the spare room I was like dad I'm really sorry and all that but I'm not talking to you you have to go in the spare room sorry <laughs> not having oh, it yeah. not having it out of my sight and then we got to Edinburgh eventually and then we were like standing at the seaside Portobello Beach where we grew up and uh, my cousin came and did it and I've got this box with dad in it and it was really windy and I was trying to open the box and my cousin's like, oh, they've got really, really strong glue in Spain. I went, yeah, we couldn't open it. So um, there was a wee hole at the bottom of the box where, you know, you could see the bag mm-hmm. with my dad's ashes in it. And she had a wee nail file. And she's like, oh, I'll just book it through. And then, and I said, no, you got to wait to see which way the wind is blow. Oh, and then she'd done it by that oh, point. And I was right in your face. My dad, my yeah. black outfit went pure white. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> it's in the sea for you as well. Oh, and then and then I was chucking the rest in the sea, and then, and then somebody said, "Oh, um, did you get permission for that? Because you you're not supposed to do that; it's illegal." And I said, "What do you want me to go fish him out?" Exactly. <laughs> it's too late for that. It's too late. Find me. I did so not I know, know that you had to get permissions to do that. I mean, Jesus, like. Like the, the the ashes of dead dads, but the ashes of dead dads are the least of the sea's worries. Do you know what I mean? Irregular bitches. So what are you doing now? You've mentioned the Samaritans. Is that a full time job? Oh no, it's, 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 I do charity, so I don't get paid for any of it. Of course, I just do as much charity as I can do. Um, I've just written a book and. Um, it's a little bit about when I got sectioned and stuff. Then I've got a TV series coming up, but I'm not going to say it yet just until I get my contract through because I'm always a bit wary about that. You know what it's like. Sarah. So are you presenting? I, you're you're going to be presenting something? It's a documentary. That's the sort of stuff I want to do, documentaries. And um, this one is going to be quite tricky, I think, if it happens. But I think it's pretty much... Yeah, it's pretty much done. So I'll be doing that. Then I'm doing loads of talks around the country. So I go to do some charity ones, which obviously I'll do for free. And I'll just turn up at places like schools or universities. 
and tell people about diversion, inclusion, being different, being kind, being stuff like that. And then I've got a stand-up show at the Edinburgh Festival <gasps> in August. Oh, can we come? We need to go, Sarah. We have to come. Yeah, because it's my hometown and I can do what I like. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> oh yeah. Sarah, we need to do well, this. Because you know my sister's in, Gail probably knows yeah. this. My sister's in Stirling. So um, we're absolutely coming up. We'll come up. We'll we see are going. you. Your yeah. regular bitches are coming up to support you. That's for amazing. Sure. Well, it's, I mean, it seems you, you're, you're busy, busy, busy. That's brilliant. Yeah, I don't really know what I do. Someone asked me the other night there. I said, what, what is your job? I went, I don't, well, I don't know. I just kind of, I've, I've been through the best of times. Then I hit rock bottom and I was like, put in a psychiatric unit and I was homeless and bankrupt. And, and then I just thought, I'm not letting that get me down. I'm just going to start again. And then, so now I just do things that make me happy. And even if my daughter's always saying, you've got to stop working for free. And I said, you know what, if I can do it and I've got the day off and it makes me happy and it makes other people happy, I'll do it. Obviously you need jobs to sort of keep the roof over Mm. your head, but, um, I'm quite happy just plodding along. I don't need for much, you know, I tell you what, it's, I think it's, I think it's really selfless that, that you can do and especially when it comes to charity work you just have to make sure that that and I get very protective of Gail I remember it's all coming back to me now I used to get very protective back in the day but you just don't have the, don't get the piss taken out of you because there you know there will be you you need to eat and you need to you know look after yourself and you need to have a, a nice standard of living you know we're in our 50s now is not the time to be fucking you know buying the shittest of everything because that's all you can afford now is the time to know well know you're worth gail and and you're worth well i think you're priceless but you know you're worth more than working for free all the time so i'm with honey on this one yeah honey, honey does tell me off quite a lot and um because, yeah, she was like, what are you doing at the weekend? And I told her, and she was like, oh, my God, please tell me. You're, you're not getting paid, are you? And I went, no. She's like, oh, Mum. And I said, no, but it's fine. But the only time it is that gets a bit weird is when they say, or could you come to, I don't know, Scotland or something? And then I say, yes, of course, no problem. And then it's not until the day then they, you realise they're not going to pay for your travel. And I was like, oh, I can't afford this No, anymore. fuck it, that's 100 quid. <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't happen very often but it has happened a few times when i've just been completely blanked when it comes to travel and you just think i'm not asking for anything i don't want for anything but do you know what if you could just try and get a cheap rail ticket or something i'm, yeah. I'm not getting the bus because i used to get the bus when i was a student and that just gives me major flashbacks no major flashbacks of a man who had a family pack of cheesy watsits and sat next to me on a train to Edinburgh from London. That's Louise's worst yeah. nightmare. She has, what's it called? No. Mes- mesophonia. No. What's it called? Misophonia. Misophonia. She hates the sound of people chewing. Misophonia. So I can't cope when people are eating <gasps> or chewing or rustling uh, their packets or... Oh. Just go, going to the cinema and, and I just think, do you know what? How hungry are you? <laughs> this is just a film, right? We're yes. going to be here maximum yes. three hours. You do not need we're not starving to death and also the lady who was at the quiet place hello it's called the quiet place it's really quiet why did you bring crisps i'm with you i'm completely with you oh. i wear my big dr beats sound counseling headphones in the cinema do you really so it, it means i can't hear i uh, promise ask duncan i sit there with my with my dr beats on i can hear the cinema so i went to avatar 2 i can hear the cinema and it blocks out all the munching around how me. can you hear, hear otherwise the, i can't go how can you hear the cinema and block out the munching that's clever isn't it 
because I can because I can focus on its background noise. I just cut out all the background noise, ah. and then I focus my attention on what's happening in the cinema. When I take my daughter, you know, if we're having a, a treat night or something, once a blue moon, and she wants nachos or something, I'll say, well, you can get them, and either just have them before we go in, or have them at the adverts bit, but they're quite quiet-ish, and it's a bit, as soon as that film starts, no. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Well, you're probably, you're, and you're a your film aficionado, cool. aren't you? Because Gail did, Gail did the movie show as well. So she, she yes. doesn't want her films fucking interrupted I, by popcorn. I love films so much, honestly. I need a good one, actually. I was going to go and see, what's the one that the guy, oh, I can't remember what I was going to go and see. Have you seen Avatar 2 yet, either of you? No. no. Is it good? So good. I loved, I loved the it's first so one. I didn't really enjoy Avatar did you not? I did. I wasn't really that enamoured. I loved it. I loved it. I enjoy it. I amazing effects and everything like that. But I was just... Mind you, I saw it when I was in a pretty bad place. Um, so maybe that effect... Maybe I should try it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I was watching it with a whole bunch of people that were also in bad places. You know, basically we were in a, a unit. Um, so, yeah, I just think... It yeah. Just, that's going to not have the same connotations. It's very beautiful and it has a very good message. And we've given up various things. We've given up cow's milk. We've given up all sorts of things on the back of watching Avatar 2. Really? Yeah. I don't do any of that milk or anything. Do you not, Gail? I'm trying my best that my vegan lifestyle... Yes, I forgot. No, I don't eat meat yeah. or milk or you've been a, But you were a veggie. I think you've been a veggie ever since I've known you. Since about 18 or yeah. something? yeah. I mean, I think I tried meat a few times and then I just can't do it now because I'm I'm an ambassador for the Scottish Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, so I've seen stuff that I just don't want to see. Oh, there we so, go. Yeah. No. And once you've seen, you can't unsee, can yeah. you? So you're, 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 you're educated and that's that. Oh. Yeah. Well. So, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I did, I did try bits and pieces and I I did miss, like, a piece of cheese and toast and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm no, not anymore. Yeah, we're not going on with vegan cheese. Shit, isn't it? It's really shit. That's shit, the one yeah. thing you the line think. There, but oat milk is going down a storm. Oat milk is very. I I saw that. It's oat such milk is a, great. It spikes your glucose levels because it's a grain. You just need to know that. I saw that in the. I follow. Know, I follow so the glucose goddess on Instagram. She was like, "I got some bad news for the oat milk lovers." I like all the milks. I like almond milk, rice milk, oat milk. I'm not asked about dairy milk. The only thing I have the dairy milk in is my tea because all the others taste a bit funny in tea. So milk just reminds me of do you remember when you're at school and then you got hot milk with the cream on the top? Yeah. And I used to say, Mrs. Nisbet, Mrs. Nisbet, I'm going to book. It's just like book Scottish for yeah. gonna be sick. I was going, Mrs. Nisbet, I'm going to book. And she was like, Drink your milk. And then I'd drink my milk and then I'd book. Yes. I was like, but I told you. you and then I'd yeah. milk trauma. I, I remember, trauma. I remember the little me too. Um, yeah. before like we we're all old enough to remember. Um, before Thatcher snatched our milk yeah and it was the mini bottles and they were always room temperature and they were absolutely disgusting and I I know anyway so we're probably triggering loads of people if anyone spills milk if anyone spills milk now I'm literally freak out well don't cry well I'm quite lucky because one of the things with the COVID so I had COVID three times and um I can't smell or taste anything so I'm not really that bothered anymore Ah, oh, but that's miserable. Gail, did you know that losing your sense of smell and taste, people that don't have that sense register for like they are more likely to be depressed than lacking any other sense. So like, so look honestly, look it up. So you're more you're like you're more likely to be depressed if you can't smell or taste than if you can. I know that's why I'm saying, but but you can bring it back. I'm about to get to the good part. All right. But you can you can do 
fuck you both. Listen, you can <laughs> look at me. <laughs> Um, you can you what you can do is you can get essential oils. I know about this shit. I love smells. Um, you can get these. You can get cotton wool and you soak like just Google scent um smell training and you can try and bring it back. It might not be gone for good, is what I'm saying. So you don't have to live with that if you know. So that's what I'm saying. One of my friends said because I've always got um I've always got candles like scented candles because obviously I know what they smell like previously mm. because I could smell so I always buy the same ones I like you know like a deep t- diptyque mm. one or whatever just if I'm going to treat myself at Christmas time or something mm. and just do it and um so my friend was like Gail I'm really concerned because um you light your candles at night um but you might you know you might burn your house down because you can't smell anything I went I'm not fucking blind <laughs> <laughs> I can see a burning candle <laughs> Is your friend using her sense of smell as to whether her candle is burning or not? I can see things, you know. I'm very fortunate. I think your friend is in more danger than you are. I've kept my I've kept my sight. I'm very fortunate for that, and I just like to know that I'm fine. It's like, well, you better not put the TV on, Gail. Oh, I fucking love you. Um, we're going to have to wrap it up. I could talk to you all day. Oh, you are lovely. I forgot how funny you are. It's such a joy. It's so, honestly, Gail Porter, you are a fucking treasure. Can we all catch up somewhere fun? Yes, please. That would be... Well, t- fucking Edinburgh Festival. We're coming to Edinburgh. That's a given. I will get... I will book in... I'll book us in with my sister, um, Shay, Shay Bryce. She can she can put us up and we'll come and see you. Um, you can follow Gail on Instagram. She is at I am Gail Porter, and presumably you will share anything consumable with regards to what you're doing there as well. Anything, yeah. My daughter blocked me because she was like, "I don't want to see your socks." Because I go, "Oh, look at my new shiny socks! Like they've got stripes on them. They're like a rainbow." She's like, "Take it off Instagram." Oh, don't know yeah. don't look well, honey what like honey so- wants to look at on instagram at 20 years old is very different from what we want to look it's at on instagram at 50 so you yes. know what we, i like we I, want to see rainbow she sounds songs. epic but fuck her we want to see the rainbow songs She's like. yeah <laughs> listen angel we'll see you in august um thank you for being an irregular bitch with us uh you never disappoint you're wonderful so thank you very much angel Thank you so much for having me, and I'm so looking forward to see you soon. Give you a big yeah. hug. It'd be brilliant. Thank you, Angel. Irregular bitches. Now, before we hoof it, we just have time for another beauty from our irregular bitches laureate, Donna Ashworth. This one is called Lost. Lost. You haven't lost yourself, my love. It's about knowing what to look for in the mirror, you see. You won't find the old you in there because you've changed. You've evolved. Of course you have. That isn't a failure. That's an achievement. It's about finding the beauty in the new instead of searching for the old. You haven't lost her. You've grown as you were supposed to. And you've done that beautifully, breaks and all. There is much new beauty you are simply not seeing. Look again with fresh eyes. There she is. Lou, why do her poems always make me want to cry? See, they do me. Do they I not? Not in a, not in a um, you know, I'm not affected way. I just think, 
Have you done it again? They are so beautiful. She's just posted just now that she's been she's been away skiing, hasn't she? Uh-huh. She's written loads more. And <gasps> I just think so she just whacks them out. I know, and they're amazing. Honestly, all the Valentine's one. If you don't follow Donna Ashworth, she is at Donna Ashworth Words on Instagram. Go and find her. And also, a uh, big thank you to Donna, Sunday Times bestseller, don't you know? Oh, yes. Lou, what's the last word? Stay cool, bitches. Stay cool, bitches.